Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, as you know, the government is actively looking at increasing taxes on vaping products and bringing in various restrictions as to who can buy them. But Senator Malcolm Byrne is suggesting that perhaps you, we should go one step further and make vapes prescription only. Good afternoon, Malcolm. Uh, good afternoon, Sean. Good afternoon to your listeners. Uh, so I suppose the funny thing about this is like if, if it's that age old question about cigarettes, if we had the time all over again, we never would have legalised them. So it's kind of questionable whether we, why we legalised vapes. It is. Well, vapes sort of uh, crept in, if you like, as an alternative to smoking cigarettes. And they were originally marketed and that was what it was. Uh, as a way to try to get people uh, off smoking cigarettes. But the reality is vaping products are just another way uh, for individuals to inhale nicotine. And the big challenges that we've seen is, um, and the majority of the, the vaping products are owned by the nicotine companies, uh, is that these have been targeted uh, very much at young people. Uh, they've been marketed in attractive packaging. They've introduced flavors. It's being presented in a, uh, you know, a, a, a user-friendly way. Uh, and we're going to be facing into a public health crisis. Um, what's happening with vapes at the moment is essentially tobacco companies are marketing nicotine primarily aimed uh, at teenagers and young people. If you talk to a lot of youth organizations, and I know um, Wexford, Corlin, and Oak, where I'm based, but others have done surveys uh, of young people, and they're finding that young people who never smoked uh, are taking up vaping. And literally what these companies are doing is they are pushing nicotine products uh, on teenagers and young people. Mm. Uh, yeah. And so, the, the, uh, and plus on top of that, the, is there any evidence that they're getting people off cigarettes? No. Uh, and if you look at the HSE, don't recommend it as a way of people getting off uh, smoking cigarettes. Uh, now, I know some people have said it has helped them. Uh, and I'm not enough of an expert, you know, to make a judgment in their cases, although a lot of the scientific evidence is pointing to the fact that it, it, it doesn't really, it gets people off cigarettes, but it doesn't get rid of their nicotine addiction. Because remember, what vaping products are, is they're just an alternative way of getting nicotine uh, into your system. Uh, so it may help some individuals. And in, in those circumstances, I think if a doctor believes that it does help help somebody to get off uh, you know, a particular addiction, then it could be considered on, on prescription. Um, but there is very limited, uh, if any, serious evidence to show um, that this is re reducing nicotine consumption among those uh, who are addicted. Mm. Yes, I certainly think, and I mean, I don't doubt the difficulty for somebody trying to give up cigarettes. It's an addiction and it's always going to be difficult uh, to give up. Um, but simply swapping one addiction for cigarettes with another addiction to a vaping product, um, you know, it, it, it doesn't really solve the problem. Uh, and we, we already know when we're seeing uh, the impact of vapes, the damage that it's causing um, to health. Um, but I think a particular concern we have to have is uh, among teenagers who are now, uh, you know, who can't buy cigarettes, but who can get their hands on vaping products uh, and where they're inhaling nicotine. Mm. Uh, and uh, plus also one might uh, conclude that given they come in so many flavours, this was a, a, a bit like what we saw with uh, alcohol pops, as it used to be known back in the day, that it's it's de deliberately designed to attract younger people. It, it is deliberately. I mean, that is where uh, 
you know, we are, we are seeing um, it being marketed. Uh, you know, there has been a, a growing decline in the number of um, people and young people using cigarettes uh, year on year. We used to see, you know, th- those numbers falling, um, but there are increasing numbers of young people vaping. And because we've seen, you know, this ease of access uh, to vapes, many young people, um, because of the way it's marketed, uh, are becoming hooked on this product because of the fancy packaging uh, and the flavouring. And I think in the legislation that's coming forward, uh, we should have the requirements along with, you know, with cigarettes that would be in plain packaging, that flavouring would be banned, that the necessary health warnings would, would be put in place. Uh, and I actually do think we need to go um, further. I think that given that the evidence is, uh, you know, that, that this product is is of no benefit really to society, um, then we shouldn't really have it on the market. Mm. So uh, would you be in favour, Malcolm, then of an absolute ban, given that there's not much in the way of actual evidence that it that weans people off cigarettes? Yeah, well, I, I, again, I, I think it's important in these circumstances for adults that there is, and a lot of it is anecdotal, but some people have said uh, that this product has helped them to give up cigarettes and has helped wean them off uh, nicotine products. Um, there's very limited medical evidence uh, to show that it's, you know, it sort of stopped their nicotine addiction. All it's done is, yes, they've given up cigarettes, but they are now vaping um, instead. And so I think that if it is a way of helping some people that possibly on medical prescription, it should be allowed. Um, but I, 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 there is no evidence whatsoever. Uh, and no matter what the companies, uh, you know, come and try to present on this, all of the health evidence points to the, you know, vapes are simply another way of getting nicotine into people's uh, system. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, in, in, in that case, it's, it's a drug and we as a society, have to make a decision on how available that drug should be. Uh, and certainly, I think in the case of teenagers and young people, particularly given, you know, physically how somebody is developing at that time, uh, the potential damage that that is doing uh, to their lungs and other parts uh, of, of, you know, their uh, their physical development, it's far too dangerous for us to take the risks to have those products as, as widely available as they are now. Uh, yeah, one of our listeners, John, says, I used to smoke 40 cigarettes a day. I've been vaping for about eight years. Much better than smoking, but more addictive. I easily vape 80 cigarettes worth of nicotine a day. So uh, I suppose... <laughs> wow. Uh, I, well, I suppose it's uh, it's not costing them uh, as much money. In in any potential legislation, then, Malcolm, where would you stand on that? If they only go as far as what seems to be the you know largely the set of proposals, you know, banning it for under eighteens and and a few restrictions of that of that sort, is uh, they uh, would you support that? Uh, yeah, but we need to go further. I mean, this is you know a potential public health crisis. There are already instances of where some teenagers and young people who have. Uh, you know, consume this drug excessively, who've consumed nicotine excessively through vapes, where it has caused uh, damage to their lungs. We, we've got to take this really seriously. Why do you think these companies are marketing with flavors and with fancy colored packaging? Uh, you know, it's, it's deliberately to try to hook people uh, on this product. So they have to be banned. 
uh, you know, the, the, the issue around disposable vapes, apart from anything else, uh, you know, are, they are a major environmental hazard. And I think if you talk to any tidy towns group around the country, mm. they will talk about vaping litter is now the biggest problem um, that we see in our communities. Uh, you know, precisely to John's point, you know, who, who called in, um, yes, it's helping people to give up cigarettes, but it's not taking them away um, from the addiction to nicotine. This is a nicotine product. And um, because of that, you know, I would argue that John's health is no better. He is still consuming levels of nicotine uh, that are going to uh, to damage his health. Um, but, you know, John is an adult. He can make uh, he can make those choices, but he does need better support than simply being told to, to go and try a vape. Uh, however, for teenagers and young people, um, these companies are, you know, supplying in fancy packaging a lethal product uh, that is uh, that is a real public health risk. And I think if we don't take to a faction soon, um, we are going to see a lot of problems for those young people who are now starting to vape. Malcolm, thanks very much for speaking with us today. Uh, that was uh, Senator Malcolm Byrne there. A lot of comment uh, on this. Uh, Brian wonders, why aren't vapes banned in pubs and restaurants? I imagine most uh, pubs and restaurants wouldn't look too kindly on someone who was uh, uh, vaping in, in in their establishment. How do nicotine patches help people get off cigarettes if they're also a nicotine replacement therapy, uh, says somebody else. I suppose, well, I suppose maybe the difference between uh, um, uh, that and um, vaping is that in vaping, you're still kind of aping the, the, the actual process of smoking. You're putting something to your mouth, you're breathing smoke into your lungs. It's not clear... Uh, that it doesn't seem to be an, uh, enough research done. Now, obviously, it's probably better than than inhaling cigarettes, uh, smoke into your lungs, but uh, it's still smoke into the lungs, which uh, can't be that great. Uh, someone else says, rubbish. There's no tar in vapes. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, maybe not. I don't know specifically which bit is rubbish. Uh, the uh, I know uh, they're a bit mad over there, says somebody else, but the UK's NHS has backed the use of vapes as a cessation of smoking tool. It has, that's true. Uh, um, it, it's not really uh, the same here. Uh, the uh, smoked for over 30 years, says Niall, tried many times to stop, eventually quit using a vape and slowly reduced the vape liquid nicotine content to the lowest available. I still vape, but haven't smoked in over five years. Not ideal, but better than smoking and saving a fortune. By all means, ban them for kids, etc. But please leave adults alone. It's our choice. Well, well, okay. Well, there you. That's you know fair enough. That seems to be um, uh, that seems to be an example where it did actually work for somebody to at least uh, vastly reduce their uh, nicotine intake. Uh, someone else says, "Isn't it an absolute howl that the political system is in a flap about possibly banning vaping while simultaneously giving consideration to legalizing uh, the smoking of weed, cannabis, and marijuana?" Well, they're all the same thing. Uh, talk about a contradiction. Does Malcolm Byrne support their legislation? Insane and self-defeating. Well, I, I, I think that's the, uh, I think the Citizens' Assembly, um, I don't think the report is, uh, have they reported? Or certainly if they have, it hasn't been made public yet. So let's not jump the gun on that. And uh, Declan says, that's some nonsense. Now, the same as patches and nicotine gum, a very simple solution. Ban single-use vapes. The other ones are used by smokers. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.